guys, for the question today, I need you to come up with the name of either your 80s, like, stock gang member, like, your gang member name, or the name of your gang, if that is easier. Okay. So, you know, of course, 80s have a... We should come up with a collective name. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> okay, and then we'll have our individual member yeah. names. <laughs> that, that we're all in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I have one, like, I, I'm kind of, like, deciding between two. Do I have to choose one? Just go for it. What are you thinking? Okay, so I've always been drawn to the name Scud. <laughs> Gross. And I don't know why. I think it's just, like... It's a missile name. I know it's a missile name, but also like it's kind of like a mix between scum and chud. Yes, and I like both scum both chud. of those gang member names. You're just a scummy chud. So like, I think I'm gonna settle on scud. Okay, it's, it's pretty close to scut, like as in Farkas, but I'll let it slide. Yeah, but also it's it really does sound like a disgusting gang member name. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't obviously be the gang leader because I don't think a gang leader would be named Scud. I think it's probably the second in command that does all the dirty shit. Oh, I don't even. I don't even think it's second. I like. There's no way that you that Scud is the star scream to the gang members, like the gang leader. Like you're you're probably like five down, and you think you're hot shit, but you're not. That's cool. I'm, I'm a kind of a loose cannon though. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. See, the name I came up with, uh, it it feels like it's you know natural leader type name. It's top notch. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that one's really good. <laughs> top notch. That's yeah. good. And honestly, how can you argue? It's like my name is top notch. I have to be the leader. Either that, or I'm a star screen. Your type, name is fucking you know? Scud. <laughs> I'm top notch. Uh, and I'm just masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Everybody's trying to have like a gang, like round table meeting it's Everybody's like Scud stop jerking off or you have to leave <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> I'll leave when I'm done <laughs> well yeah the loose cannon that does gross shit yeah well man top notch is really good it just reminds me like obligatory I wish I could use the name show enough but uh nope can't no, I can't <laughs> plus, plus I'm not that badass I was trying to think about this earlier I, I think that I want my gang member name to just be Barf. <laughs> That's lower than Scud. I know. Damn it. It's Scud and Barf, man. Okay, they're, yeah. the, they're like the guys from uh, Blind Fury. I'm, I'm actually thinking, like, just random henchman names from, like, Streets of Rage at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, I just, I just feel like if someone if someone's name is Barf, like... They're... You're literally the gang janitor. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they call you Barf because you cleaned up Barf one time. I mean, it could be that, or maybe like I punched some guy so hard in the, in the stomach barfed. that he barfed. Okay, like it's a multi-purpose name, man. It could be any rank in, in in the gang. Okay. Plus, I feel like that's just not a word. That's just it's just not used enough since the eighties. <laughs> I feel like Cheats is playing it safe here because, as Barf, I don't think you're important enough for anybody to want to kill you. But also, you're not the lowest of the totem pole where you just simply don't have a name. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously not as low as piss. No. <laughs> Well, goddammit, Steven, you guys need to stop taking my answers. See, <laughs> barf, barf is an event. Piss yeah. is like every day. Yeah, and piss is everywhere. You know? <laughs> piss is the name of the guy who's so low that the people who don't have names are above him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. If Philip, if you would have picked piss, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, Cheats, you already have a gang name. <laughs> it's true. Well, yeah. Oh, it's true, yeah. <laughs> See, that's if you were really playing it safe. Yeah, that's fair enough. He's kind of more of a mobster name, though, rather than a gang name. <laughs> what, Cheats the Streets? Well, just Cheats. Yeah, it's fair. You're like the mobster that fucking cheats at gambling. Yeah. <laughs> My first thing was that I, real fast while you guys were talking, I googled a gang member name, and then it came up with the mob name generator, and it just assigned me the name Smiley. So, I don't, that's okay. I'm alright with Smiley, but I was thinking, Frowny. It's, it's one of those ironic <laughs> nicknames, like, you know, calling a big guy tiny. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're Smiley, but you just frown all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, like, I have crazy gnarly scars all over my face where it looks like I'm smiling, but I'm not, like Joker style. But, I think I'd prefer to go with Bone Reaper, specifically for the fact that I feel like most of the gang members are, like, uneducated chuds, and they won't be able to spell it. And it'll Scuds, please. <laughs> uneducated scuds. <laughs> i end up being Bone Raper half the time, which makes me sound super scary, but I don't actually have to go by that. But also, you can just call me Bone, for sure. I, I, I feel like that definitely takes Top Notch down to the second in command. <laughs> yeah. No, Bone Reaper's definitely, bone like, yes. muscle, for sure. I think, like... Bone Reaper is doing what you need him to Wait, do, but I'm not making. Are you plans. saying Bone Reaper or Bone Raper? Because you said two. Well, you he said, said that would be how they misspell it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, his name would be Reaper. would be Reaper. Like he reeks bones, but it people. would be, but turn into Raper because the gang members are just that stupid. Yes. Okay. The scuds and the barfs. <laughs> <laughs> but then that would be like kind of my gimmick when people accidentally say it wrong or misspell it. Then I just get real mad and kill them. You know this guy over here? I'm looking at you, puke, or whatever, <laughs> barf. <laughs> well, puke and barf would obviously be the, the, the partner. That's yeah. Cheetah's tag team member. Yeah. It needs it's to be a twin, and barf. Yeah. though. Puke and, and you're barf both wearing overalls yeah. all the time. And they have identical motorcycles. <laughs> oh, no. They have motorcycles that with, like, the sidecar. Oh, but it's just two sidecarts. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's, it's two motorcycles, but they're continuously chained together, and there's just, like, razor wire all over the fucking chain. Oh, that's fucking good. So you just pull it tight as you drive by people. Yeah! Puke and barf! I, I like the idea of the two sidecars, because it's kind of like the uh, boats you see, like, on lakes, where, like, the two people have to get in and pedal them. Paddle boats? Yes. <laughs> it's just the land version of the cloud car from uh, Cloud City in Star Wars. So what would our gang name be? Anal beads. Obviously. <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay with that one. <laughs> the Atlanta anal beads. <laughs> ah, there we go. I gotta get the, the slight alliteration there. Yeah, well, the city. City's important. You have to have a high crime city. Well, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to be the San Antonio anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> it's the San Antonio part that nobody wants to be, not the anal beads. <laughs> This was a lot of fun, Cheats. Yeah, I don't know what our overall gang would be called. It's the Anal it's Beads. The, okay. It's the San Antonio Anal Beads. Okay, fair enough. We'll go but we that. moved, we franchised to Atlanta. Yeah, okay. It's the Atlanta branch of the San Antonio Anal Beads. Exactly. <laughs> Motherfucker. Such a complicated gang. Listen, man, we're offering benefits. We're <laughs> See, what? people don't mess with us just because it's too complicated to uh, get into the whole... Well, why are they San Antonio from Eastern Atlanta? Yeah, when people get their arms cut off, we give them prosthetics. Yeah, 
That's that's one of the big benefits. <laughs> but they have to be weapon prosthetics. <laughs> exactly. If you don't have either one of your arms, you can just ride in Puke's sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Scud's over there, so it might be a little, might be a little bit of a tight fit. Sideshow sidecar. Yeah. Would you guys have a dog named Vomit? <laughs> just so many different kinds of puke. Probably. <laughs> just the Throw Up Brothers. <laughs> Their dog Vomit. We got Barf. We got Puke. We got Upchuck, and then they're fucking <laughs> Upchuck. What about Spew? I feel like Upchuck is like a, he's like the the redneck cousin from out of town. <laughs> I kind of feel like all of our gang members should be fucking different words for puke. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. All right, guys, welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Bill the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. Andy Hart. And Cheats hit us with a couple of blind picks for us today. Yeah, these are definitely blind. I just saw their names at one point. It was like, hey, these look like they're stupid. Let's do them. Honestly, that's a totally fair and <laughs> approved way to pick movies for this podcast. And always has been. From the from the start. Yeah. We would just... I mean, you and I specifically, and uh, Philip and I would watch them you know, on, when they were on TV at my house or whatever, but you and I specifically would just go to the store and just buy $2 movies that we just saw the case for yeah like we didn't even read the back of the case we're no, like well for two dollars what difference does it make unless it ends up being borderline cold <laughs> which was one of them was one of them yeah too yeah. boring to talk about the worst movie right, that, honestly that's why we haven't seen. done it on a show it's too fucking boring here it is fly sounds <laughs> movie's over 95 percent of the time this is a perfectly gr- good way to choose a movie yeah because most of the time when you have a movie there's things happening in it not always though Right. Yeah, so the movies I picked today, I picked 1990 Bronx Warrior, which came out in uh, 1982. Right, we're not prefacing with the year that it came out. That's part of the title. Yeah, it's also (laughs) apparently just called, like, I think it's also called just, like, Bronx Warrior. It's one of those dumb movies that has, like, a few different names. Right. And then also uh, Wheels of Fire from 1985. Couple of 80s Goldies here. I'm not sure about Goldies. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll see. We'll just have to see. Stop spoiling it. I'll kill you. I'll kill both of you. <laughs> Do you shut the hell up? Or wait, puke? Barf. Puke. Barf. Barf. <laughs> He's a mog. He's half man, half dog. <laughs> He's his own best friend. I don't even remember Philip's gang member name anymore. It's Bone Reaper. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's too complicated. Just call me Bone. Okay, so I guess we'll start with Bronx Warriors. Is it Bronx Warriors? Because I feel like I also thought... It was Bronx Warrior until just now when I saw it on IMDb. There's more than one. There's a lot of Nazis in there, too. <laughs> there are a lot of Nazis. I mean, at least one. Yeah. I, I think I only saw one Nazi insignia, like, spray-painted on someone's helmet or on their, like, bike. There was a couple okay. that had a patch uh, on okay. their arm, too. I didn't see the patch, but they were probably more In subtle. the credits, some of the stunts were credited to Hell's Angels. I think those are just real Hell's Angels. Fair enough. I mean, if anybody can, like, the guys convincingly like, lay down a motorcycle. The guys with the most Nazi stuff, they're all, I think, I think they're all just Hell's Angels because they don't have any lines. <laughs> yeah. They're just there to fill out the numbers. Also, really hard way to get you to, like, like a gang, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, right off the bat, they're like, oh, this is the gang that, like, we're supposed to be following, and they're Nazis. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it has, I don't think the Nazism is anything to do with the actual, like, gangs, like, viewpoints. I think it's more along the lines of, 
they don't really give a fuck what you are. If you're a Nazi and you want to live in the Bronx and you want to be in their gang, then you can. As long as you're tough. You just got to be tough. It also might just be like general, like hateful iconography, kind of like, don't fuck with us. We'll spray paint shit on your windshield. <laughs> yeah, it's punk to hate people, and there and like there's a lot of connotation with specifically early '80s punk with anti-Semitism. Yeah, it's out there a lot. A lot of yeah. Well, we're not going to get into it, <laughs> but the green room. That's like oh all those, yeah, that's all a really bands. good example. <laughs> <It's just> like. <laughs> Crazy Nazi bands. Skinheads. Bronx Warrior takes place in... I guess it classifies as, like, post-apocalyptic, but it's kind of not. Like, whatever the case happened in this world, the Bronx of uh, New York has just... It's just gotten so bad that it's just a no-man land. It's like, almost kind of like an escape from New York situation. Yeah. Steven, it's totally that. Okay. I was like, I didn't want to, like, <laughs> shit on that movie. Except for... The bad guys and the good guys' roles have been switched. Yeah, well, because I mean, it's you could argue that there really aren't any good guys. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> they're all bad. That's definitely true. I didn't want to shit on Escape from New York by like saying this was a really similar movie, but like that portion of it is yeah. similar. Oh well, it is a. It's just a general framework. Like yeah, it doesn't I mean, sound like it's the same movie. They're nothing alike, really, in practice. A lot of things that the Italians picked up on were like a really cool genre movie ideas like concepts it's like oh okay new york's gone to straight to fucking hell and they're in fucking new york and it has <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think this was probably shot what was the werewolf movie that was shot in new york that was uh, like wolfen. wolfen so yeah it's same time period basically it have to be because it's like it all looks exactly they same. are underneath the brooklyn bridge yeah and that guy's fucking drumming that's a fucking coolest part <laughs> <laughs> yes that guy's drumming for like Six minutes straight. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he's he's basically the background music for this scene. I was just like, I'm like, how long is he gonna drum for? I was like, I guess the soundtrack to this movie is just jazz drumming. Just this one guy drumming. <laughs> how it's, much it's cooler? Interesting, I think. Oh, it's, it's basically the most... he's just there. Like they don't explain. Like he's just this is where they go to like mourn their dead. I guess and he's just there with a drum set. I looked at it as kind of like a the cadence drummer in like a. Yeah. In, like, a battalion. Yeah, I thought the same yeah. thing. How fucking badass would it have been if he just had drums set up on his motorcycle and he could drive around and also play drums at the same time? <laughs> yeah, it just turns out that guy was already there. <laughs> be able to join a band with that fucking guitar player from Mad from, Max Fury Road. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which, uh... Guitar player I, Gimp. Yeah, yeah not, so what, not related to this. Something interesting, like, because D-Hart mentioned the Italian part. Apparently, like... It, I can't remember exactly, but it was something to do with, like, they couldn't film for, like, legal reasons in, in Italy. They couldn't 100% film this in New York. So all the exterior shots of this movie are New York itself, and all the interior shots are all in Italy. Dude, when the whole gang is, like, you know, on their motorcycles and they're driving past this building, there's a fucking huge burn mark right up the fucking side of it. They did not do that. No. They did not set dress New York. Right. <laughs> no. They didn't need to. This was literally like a hellscape in the Bronx, apparently. Yeah. What the it's fuck? It's like, okay, the parts that look like post-apocalypse, those have to be in New York. Because <laughs> it's because it is a one. I mean, at this we're, time. we're required to like have some of this in Italy. We have to do the inside stuff in Italy. <laughs> is So does anybody else think it should be a subgenre of just movies shot in the 
like rundown part of New York during this period of time? Like, because how many movies had to be shot there? The production value is just waiting to be exploited. Yeah. yeah. Steven's entranced. Okay. Oh, well, no. I was just looking at this guy's filmography. The director, Enzo Castellari. Everything on his fucking list is, looks just like gold. Yeah, it looks like a fucking podcast gold mine. Yeah, what what Steve was confused about is he, he clicked on one movie and the main character in that movie is the guy that was the main character from uh, Hands of Steel. Hands of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! He's got something in pre production like right now. <laughs> it's due out horseman. next year. Well, we're watching that fucking. movie. I clicked on this movie called Hammerhead because I thought maybe it was the Hammerhead that I had seen, but no, it's just a different movie. From the 80s. With the same badass name. Yeah, with the same guy from fucking Hands of Steel. So I'm like, oh my god, this guy's filmography is a it's a gold mine. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he, he did the original Inglorious Bastards. Oh, uh, okay. So good. That. And he also did The Last Shark and Which The is, Shark Hunter. <laughs> well, The Last Shark is basically just Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it might even be better than Jaws because if we know anything about Italian movies is that they're not afraid to beat the fuck out of a shark. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I, I saw where was going then. You, you said better than Jaws, and Steve and I were just like, eh, okay. <laughs> Calm down, puke and piss or whatever. You it's, it's, it's fucking scud and barf. Get it right. Or I'll sick up Chuck on I'm you. I'm so sorry, scud, for messing up your way better name of scud. <laughs> so, Bronx Warriors, like, the, the, the whole conflict is that this girl who apparently is going to inherit something called the Manhattan Corporation, which is like some sort of like international like arms dealer, basically, because I guess it's one of the the corporations of the post-apocalyptic future. Oh well, yeah, arms uh, are important. The, yeah, <laughs> people need arms; they lose them all the time. And uh, so she she escapes into the Bronx and just doesn't want to be in charge of this because if she is, they'll just use her as kind of like a figurehead. Mm-hmm. So. That's kind of the gist of the conflict. The rest of it is just like gang fighting. Yeah. Speaking of losing an arm, one of a uh, one of the main gang members here has a total prosthesis arm that's just a claw. Yeah. <laughs> still rides around on a motorcycle. And guess what? He's still gonna fucking ride a motorcycle anyways. I'm pretty sure that's one of the Hell's Angels. That guy yeah. doesn't have any lines. Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. <laughs> I wonder if his name is Claw. It probably is. It would have to be if his name's not probably Claw. Jeff. Yeah. He's probably Doctor Hook. <laughs> Doctor Hook. <laughs> no, oh, it's it, does that make him the doctor of the gang? Like they come to him and he's trying to like put a band, bandaid on you with also, his hook. There was also a band called Doctor Hook. Oh, okay. And, and and something else, I think. <laughs> there was also a villain from Inspector Gadget called Doctor Claw. Yeah, she's <laughs> immediately detained by the hockey. The 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 what is this? Those are the zombies. Yes, and, uh, they are a roller skate gang. Which part of this is really inspired by the Warriors too. So it's kind of the Warriors meets. Escape from New York. Escape from the Bronx Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Why were roller skates ever part of anything? Because I it was know. popular at the time. Because you could get someplace <laughs> a little faster with a little less energy, but you also fall over all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I feel like the zombies are just outmatched by the riders who ride around on fucking motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially in this post-apocalyptic New York where there's just shit all over the place. Like, you know how... A- I'm pop- actual shit. Well, I was referring to, like, rocks and rubble yeah. and shit like that. Like, how impossible would it... Things that are hard to skate over. You're, it would immediately... You would just fucking <laughs> crash and burn. Literally, constantly. You're forgetting about the fact that they all have, like, pressed uniforms that are, like, in perfect <laughs> shape. And they're, like, white, primarily. So white. 
Yeah, I they're not dirty at all. He, that uh, the director reuses this, these con- costumes in uh, Warriors of the Wasteland. I mean, why the hell wouldn't I, he? The movie that I've mentioned before because the Mad Max main character gets raped. <laughs> Jesus. Good God. In the fucking... I mean... Is that one of the sequels to this movie? You've said it before. Oh, okay. No. It should be, though. I think it's better than the third one of these. They're just... It's just <laughs> a bunch of sports equipment. Yeah, and, and like torn up cars, like and then just blow shit up. Yeah, there's always a catcher's mask. There's all really, it's just catcher's uniforms, yeah. like the, the knee pads, the the chest piece, the the cage mask. So they have like a little fight. The hockey players have detained the heiress, and then the Bronx Warriors show up. And at first, they're just kind of like sword fighting, like. Uh, metal hockey stick versus like uh, spiky like spiky bondage <laughs> thing. The the fighting is so funny in this movie because every it's it's almost everyone has like a blunt like object that's just like a pole or a hockey stick mm-hmm. or something, and it's always block the pole, punch them in the face. Yeah, block the pole, get punched in the face. Block the pole, punch in the face. The entire movie. That's the Star Trek fighting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I really thought, I'm like, man, is nobody going to die in this? Like, And then three seconds later, a motorcycle flies through there and just cuts everybody's Achilles tendons. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... Uh, I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> Ben-Hur style, blades yeah. pop out yeah. of the wheels. <laughs> like the switch blades. Like, yeah. <laughs> literal switch so cool. blades. And... <laughs> Takes out two guys that are, you know, well, first it takes two guys off the ground, uh, right, off their feet, and, and then, then just runs their faces, faces over. It does two dudes at the same time. Uh, yeah, it does do two dudes. <laughs> Clearly, this guy had a million dollars. All the character names in this movie, and this is what spawned the question, are hilarious. So, like, the the main girl is just named Anna, mm-hmm. but then everybody else has some sort of other name. Like the dude she's with, his name is Trash. Yeah, and then like his second in command is Ice. They know uh, a truck driver named Hot Dog. Yeah, he's part of the police in some way, shape, or form. He's some sort of like agent, basically. His name is Hammer. Like what's the ogre? That yeah, there's the ogre. The ogre is played by. Uh, I was gonna say the ogre is played by Fred Williamson, who you would know from Dusk Till Dawn. Yes, who's one of the coolest characters in that movie, in my opinion. It, well, he was doing news movies a lot earlier than that, and plus, I think he was a football. That doesn't star. surprise me. Well, there you go. And, I mean, he rules in this movie, yeah. too. He's the best part of the movie. <laughs> He's great. Him him and the hammer. Like, it's like, okay, the guys we want really chewing up the fucking scenery, those are the Americans. <laughs> and yeah. everybody else is, like, somebody you've never heard of. <laughs> or a Hells Angel or yeah. <laughs> just some dude in roller skates. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, because, like, you, you can tell, like, who is being, like, dubbed Which. over. But there's, like, certain people that, like, also, like, their voice just doesn't fit. Like, Trash, the person who does his voice does not fit with what the person playing Trash actually looks like. Is he American or is he Italian? Uh, doesn't he? <laughs> I disagree. I, I'm with D-Hard on this one. I feel like this is exactly what this guy would sound like. The guy doing the dubbing sounds like a straight-up dummy, which is the Trash character. Yeah, he's a <laughs> dummy. <laughs> Don't know how he's in charge. Okay, I guess, I guess that's he accidentally fair. killed someone. This guy is in like ten movies, and they're all just Italian action movies. Yeah, and there's two more of these Bronx Warrior movies. He's also in a in a trilogy called Thunder. Yeah, where he plays a Native American guy. Thunder Two and Thunder Three. <laughs> so Thunder Three, it's called Thunder Three Grom Three, or is that the other name of it? <laughs> I don't know. That's probably a. Does Grom mean thunder? <laughs> 
It's probably a foreign title that they also have on this art. <laughs> yeah, but it just it makes me yeah, feel it, like it's funny. <laughs> it's, it's somehow like, the sequel a... to two different franchises. Well, I I think they should do that more often. It's like yeah. two things that are barely holding on jam them together. Yeah, crossover like event. Flintstones and the Jetsons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but I know he was one of the corporation guys. Like, did he not look like John Saxon at first to you guys? A little bit. As soon as I saw him, I thought John Saxon was in this because, like, it seems like every time we do just, like, an obscure movie that could have a foreign director, it's like John Saxon is, like, the one American actor you would know that pops up for a few minutes. I don't remember which one we did with the fucking hell. It was Hands of Steel, actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, this would totally be in the wheelhouse of what he would do, but it wasn't him. Yeah course he could have been in it so cut to i guess she's been in the gang for a while because she has her own motorcycle and is like in a totally gang related outfit i think or am i thinking of there a different girl you're thinking of, of uh witch who is oh, okay. uh with the ogre well no anna does get her anna does get her own motorcycle and and stuff she just doesn't I thought get her that own she did gang, but like man. yeah yeah, well, she hasn't earned it yet. She hasn't killed enough of the hockey players. They yeah. should have made her bag. Yeah. So that she could be, you know... Trash bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I know the scene that Philip's talking about, because the, the point at which they're at the river with the guy that's drumming, that's when we get introduced to, to the ogre. And the what happens is basically the ogre pulls up with like his entire retinue. Um, which are awesome fucking classic yeah. cars too. Dude, his right hand lady's a badass. Her name's just Witch. Mm-hmm. And like she she looks like she's a fucking sorceress from a fantasy movie. From sorceress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like his other guys I think just named like I think he's either called Leech or Blood Leech. I'm not it's sure. Leech. Yeah. And like this gets dropped like pretty much immediately, but it's just like basically the ogre like killed one of trash's people that mm-hmm. i think was like his brother or something he like that threw him on a stake yeah basically. like just dead and he's like man i did you a favor he was walking around with a gizmo which is just a fucking watch that i guess has like a tracker in it you just look down and there's just, he's just holding a mogwai yes <laughs> he was trying to and, feed this uh, <laughs> apparently what, what... <laughs> yes he was trying to feed this motherfucker after midnight <laughs> I did you a favor. Props <laughs> me crawling with the gremlins. Motherfucking gremlins all over the place. <laughs> Have a whole new gang. I kind of yeah. want to see a mashup of these two movies now. Yeah. The Bronx Gremlins. <laughs> Which would also be a good gang. Yeah. Oh, man. Use that. That's way better than anal Fuck. <laughs> Well, in some capacity. Which will be the, you know, that's the subtitle of the third Gremlins movie. Gremlins, way better than anal beads. <laughs> so... They, they get a little more of the plot. It's like, apparently, people have been trying to infiltrate the Bronx. Because, evidently, like, a bunch of loosely tied-together gangs can completely hold the Bronx, like, as their property. Even when there's helicopters and armies of flamethrower men and all kinds of crazy shit. Just right outside of it. They have to use, like, spies and what stuff. What I got from it, Philip, was, like, the Bronx is big enough and it's it's gone to hell enough that, like... It's just not worth, like, sending actual, like, police force in there. Because if you send, like, a squad car, like, they just die immediately. I mean, what do they want 
anybody in there for then? Like, why even send in a spy? I think the only reason they're doing that is, is like, the timing seems very funky on it, but it, it seems like... It's because of the girl. Yeah, yeah, the girl, it seems like the girl's been there for a while. She would have had to have been, but they never, they don't really tell us, they, so it's kind of hard to say. You have to assume she's been there for a while when she's already saying that she feels safe with trash. That's true. She just <laughs> said I feel safe with trash. Can her gang name be Juice? <laughs> just trash, trash Juice? juice? <laughs> oh. Whenever she's like, I mentioned this in chat with you guys, but like whenever she's talking to Trash, it's like, I feel safe with you. And then she's like, hug me. And then like, they hug. And like, D-Hart brought up what it really is. And it's just when they were recording their lines in the dubbing booth, one of the motherfuckers hit the microphone. Mm -hmm. But it's straight up just like someone just rubbed against the (laughs) fucking microphone. Yeah, it's just like, like, they just left that in. (laughs) Like, they just, I guess they were just like, ah, close enough. Yeah. They don't, we can only record once. There's a lot of, like, weird audio problems in the movie. Like, in between scene cuts, you can hear some weird stuff. Maybe it was, like, a rough edit of the audio, and they just never put Fixed the it. good audio in. I do kind of wish that Trash had a last name. Like, Trash Thompson. Trash Johnson. <laughs> Trash, yeah. One of those What about Gordon? Trash, Trash Gordon? <laughs> Trash! Ah! <laughs> So, okay, meanwhile, uh, so they send in the hammer after, (laughs) after just, uh, some preliminary, like, uh, sending cops in to uh, get a lay of the land, fails. (laughs) The hammer, or as his regular street name, Daryl Isaacs. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of them failing, uh, when, uh, one of the dudes writes shit, on the windshield and spray paint <laughs> while they're driving. It is fucking, the fucking best. Probably it's my literal favorite shit. part of the movie. Literally, literal shit. This takes <laughs> some serious talent, by the way. Yeah. He's upside down, riding upside down, with on a spray can with his arm completely outstretched. On a moving van. <laughs> yeah, moving and this van. is a really a moving vehicle because... You can see everything. Yeah, there, and there's motorcycles dri- like swerving in and out in front of this car. And you can see the guy that's actually driving is like, Shit, I can't fucking see. I'm going to run one of these motherfuckers over. There's shit in my face. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's so great because it's like, you'd think he would like tag the, tag the vehicle like, Warriors or whatever they're fucking... Is that their gang name? Uh, no, what are they? Uh, they're just they make the, the shape of a W when they pull into that like, Yeah, that's area. true. So that made me think that they're... Anytime they talk about the gang, they just call them riders. They don't, they don't say it's anything. It's riders with a W. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they do. They just call yes. them the riders. But I feel like probably in another language they were called warriors. Or maybe in the original draft or something. Because maybe it was like a legal thing. Like they couldn't call them that because... It's already another gang called. It's Riders with a W. <laughs> Widers. Widles. <laughs> no, W-R-I-D-E-R-S. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, that I mean, that's when I knew. I was locked in when they spray-painted shit on that window. I was like, <laughs> yes, we are doing this. This movie rules. Fucking trash rules. I feel safe with him. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer is played by uh, Vic Morrow, the guy who was killed on the... Twilight Zone movie. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a damn shame. Along with those tiny Vietnamese children. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Thanks a lot, John Landis. (laughs) Could have had ten more Bronx Warriors as movies with starring Hammer, even though he got fucking harpooned at the end of this one. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Yeah. (laughs) So, Hammer, like, infiltrates the, the Bronx and, like, his whole thing is he's just trying to set up the gangs to fight each other. 
and I, I don't like. Which is a good way to get rid of gangs. Yeah, it is. But like, also like that's like Hammer's only motivation. Like he's just a complete psychopath. You know what I heard this gang say about you? You guys are a bunch of pussies. Yeah, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> but like the way he, the way he gets there is hilarious because he just dresses like a postman mm-hmm. and he just fucking like walks into a building. Oh, Terminators. Yeah, he walks into, <laughs> he walks into the building where like some of the writers are, and they're just like. Hey man, and then they just like threaten him, and then he just he has like it looks like a poster tube. Yeah. This just has a shotgun. He just blows two people. It's away. straight up the beginning of Terminator Two. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then he he drops the worst piece of evidence that he possibly could. He drops a a uh, ring from the Ogres Gang. I can't remember what they're they're called, called the Tigers. The tigers. Yeah. yeah. So he drops one of their rings, which was like this giant oversized, you definitely notice if you accidentally dropped it. <laughs> and also, it's probably one of those things where it's like, once you have that ring, you're like a ranking member of the Tigers. Yeah. I and it's mean, like, you would never lose this. This would You would die first. And it's like, oh, just sprinkle it on the dead bodies. No one will, everyone will just obviously fall for this. And they do. I mean, because uh, he takes off, even though the, one of the guys that's living at the end saw him, it's like... This guy's not a fucking tiger. There's no way. What did this guy need all of the postman? Like, first of all, a postman disguised in the Bronx where they definitely don't deliver mail anymore. Nobody fucks with the postal service. Philip. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No one's ever it's fucked It's a it. federal crime to, to <laughs> mess <is>. with <laughs> He's right. I know he's right, <laughs> but he's not right. <laughs> because if you'll just spray paint shit on, a, on the window of any vehicle driving through... You don't care. And also, the very first people he encounters, who are fucking in the stairwell, by the way, that's just what happens here, he just shoots them immediately. So what does he need the fucking poster tube for? He can just be walking around with his fucking shotgun. It's in case somebody spots him on the way there. You know? <laughs> oh, it's just a harmless uh, mailman delivering posters to the Bronx. Because that, <laughs> on the way home, they realize, hey, wait a minute, we haven't got the mail here in three years. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I ordered that poster forever ago. <laughs> Or yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe maybe somebody actually ordered a poster and he intercepted the mailman. Hey man, I'll give you twenty dollars for this mailman costume. Yeah, so he gets away with the help of Hot Dog, and but even and even though they've seen him, they decide yes, it was the Tigers, except for Trash, who thinks that the whole thing may be a pile of shit out of someone's asshole. <laughs> Direct quote. Yeah, an, an actual line. Look. Otherwise, why would I say it? Yeah. <laughs> Look, you fuck. <laughs> I'm adding emphasis, alright? <laughs> well, he didn't need you to add emphasis, puke. Barf, get it right. <laughs> I never will. Yeah, the gang has a meeting, and like, it seems even more dumb than just dumb gang members, because they're just like, the Tigers did this, let's go after them. And it's like, Ogre is literally established as like, the king of the Bronx. Yeah. Like, all he's gangs, yeah, he's the Ogre. <laughs> like, he's the only person, like, it's not like, the Trash, or the Ice, like, this guy's name is The Ogre. Like, capital T, capital O. And they're just like, we gotta go fight him. And it's like, this seems like a really bad idea. Yeah. Like, why would you do this? Yes, Ice Ice wants that. Because they're Nazis. Because yeah. Ice just wants, like, he wants a power struggle so that he could finally ascend to the leadership role. Your classic Starscream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's such a piece of crap. He's constantly running his fucking mouth. And everybody around him is like, you know, he's constantly riling up the gang because it's just a bunch of Hell's Angels. You're starting to make a little more sense than trash. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm assuming isn't very hard no. on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, trash, like we said before, 
he's clearly an idiot. And also, <laughs> which is evidenced by both the stupid, no one's home vacant look on his face and just the <laughs> dumbass voice that he has. <laughs> look, man, you fuck. This could have been a pile of shit out of somebody's asshole. <laughs> why'd, you sound, why'd you sound His like, asshole. I was going to say you sounded like uh, Cameron. Call me sir, goddammit. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Shit out of his asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Yeah, so there, uh, there's some kind of talking to back To avoid forth. war. Yeah, that, so Trash is just like, no, let's, let's not do anything. And uh, it's kind of not long after this that the zombies snatch up Anna. And so because, of course, we, we have the, the obligatory warriors reference... Fucking Trash has to take some people and get across the Bronx to go talk to uh, the Ogre to get some help. What's the name of the guy who he leaves behind to keep it on? I never picked that up. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I could never figure out what his name was. He's like Trash's dude. He's like his right-hand dude. His fucking... Was it maybe Blade? Man-at-arms or whatever. I feel like it was Blade. And I'm just basing this off like, it's the only name on this list of characters I'm looking at right now that I can't immediately place. Hawk. I don't remember Hawk. It, it was it was either Hawk or Blade. It's one of the two. I don't think it was Hawk. I think it was Blade. I think Hawk was one of the guys that went with him. Which also conveniently, both of those are better gang member names than Trash. <laughs> well, therefore, they should automatically outrank him. <laughs> yeah. So, the three of them are going to journey to the Tigers just to parlay with them. Dude, like, the guys they run into are in, like, I don't know if this is supposed to be the sewers, but I imagine it as sewers. But, <laughs> so, these are just, like, fucking classic Italian zombies. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, not, like, the good ones. Not not from zombies. <laughs> I mean, they don't have the, the makeup of the good ones. <laughs> what was the fucking shitty Italian zombie movies you watched not that long ago? I know exactly what you're City, talking about. Not City of the Dead. The, the one the, where it starts off at the airport? Yeah, the meatball f- uh, faces. Burial Grounds. Well, no, no, no. I'm thinking of burial. That's what grounds. I. That's the one they're, I was. They're dressed of. like burial grounds zombies. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. But that that was. They just the have movie. like white makeup on. What the fuck? Oh, Nightmare City. That was the other one. Yeah. yeah. With the really cool the meatball dummy zombies. that fell from the helicopter. Those are the scavengers, and uh, he goes and talks to some tap dancing gang. <laughs> Incidentally, Chad Knifehucker would be an amazing gang name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then it would get turned into knife fucker. Chad knife fucker. You gonna fuck I mean. with Chad knife fucker? <laughs> <laughs> he fucks knives, man. He either fucks knives or he fucks with knives. Either way, don't want to have anything to do with it. Just doesn't matter. That guy fucks. <laughs> See, the blade symbolizes the penis. It's the penetration. It's the penis. For the penetration of both your genitals and your heart. <laughs> So everybody except for his two main dudes that came with him, besides Blade, both get killed by the zombies. I'm pretty sure they do, right? Well, they're scavengers. Not the, yes. not the zombie well, zombies. Yes. The they look dessert. like zombies. They're named scavengers. The scavengers who look like zombies. Who just carry well, like Actually, clubs. only one of them gets killed there. The other one makes it all the way up until uh, the point where they're infiltrated uh, the tiger's hideout. And uh, they're, they're watching as they uh, basically... There's a lot of there's two big scenes of diagenic music in the movie where one was the drumming and uh, this one's just like somebody playing like piano. Yeah. Like because the tigers have class. Yeah. See. <laughs> it was a really strange soundtrack. It is. Yeah. Very. Like, strange. It was. It was fine. I thought, but it just was strange. 
Classic Italian soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> they cre- they created the first soundtrack, like the first draft of it, and they're like, can you make it sound a little bit more, like, trash? <laughs> <laughs> they start banging on some trash cans. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just like, stop. yes, I feel safe with this music. Murk spots them infiltrating. It's like, now's my chance. Yeah. And he kills a guy right away. They catch... <laughs> Using a stolen... Um, well, Whatever they're it's called, a, the writer's uh, weapon. See, Ice is uh, double, uh, double cross. He sold them yeah. out. Yeah, he he for exchange for him becoming the leader of the writers. He and Hammer have an agreement that he's going to give over a piece of writer's equipment that would like frame the writers for an attack. He's basically that's all Hammer's goal is is just to like kind of get them warring a little bit. He's a poster. and yeah, but. I guess he kind of just gives up on that because, like, maybe five or ten minutes later, he just says, eh, fuck this, and just storms the Bronx with fucking well, flamethrower. Which, you feel like that's what he should have done in the first... I guess he just didn't want to get his hands dirty at first. Once he figures out that, uh, he's turned the ogre yeah. to where they're working together, it's like, well, well you know what, this isn't going to work, is, yeah. It's time to go for the nuclear option. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mutually assured destruction. And we mean that because... These flamethrower dudes are not being careful at all. Like, <laughs> no, and they're not fucking around. No, they yeah. flamethrower everything. Yeah, like so. <laughs> Trash gets the ogre to help him. They leave him, him, the ogre, and the witch leave. They go fight the zombies. They free Anna. Witches leave. Yeah, <laughs> and they take Anna back to uh, the tiger hideout, and like everything's good, and like you know she's getting ready to. She said she's turning eighteen soon, and like. So, like, the ogre and everyone, like... Turning throws... 18 soon. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> and so, like... There's no law in the Bronx, <laughs> Yeah, and so... Just, just, Plus just laying like, that out there I for the audience. That, yeah. <laughs> I don't know that Trash is supposed to be much older than that anyway. Probably not. There's yeah. no telling. He's super You could young. probably tell by the way he smells. <laughs> I, I had mentioned this. Trash looks real weird compared to everyone else because not only is he, like, a head and a half taller than fucking everyone... From, like, neck down, he's tall, fucking jacked guy. Yeah, but like, listen, Chief, face... whenever you're a gang leader, you always bring in people that are smaller and short, like, shorter yeah, yeah. and not as but, jacked uh, as you. Which also works when you're a fucking giant. <laughs> you know how you know he's the leader? It's because he doesn't got shit all over him. Yeah. <laughs> Trash's face, he's, like, 15. Like, he's super baby face. Yeah. He's a fucking model. This dude, I swear, he's, like, a. he had to have been a model first. Because... Like, they go out of their way. Like, he's wearing this vest that's cut into a V-shape, and his left nipple is constantly peering out. It's like, what's going on out there, it's guys? It's like, it just shows you his six-pack and his pecs. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Everything else is covered I mean, up. what else do you need to get the lady? Over and then we're throwing Anna a party, and, like, at, the, at this point, it's like, the corporation's been trying to get her, get her back. Like, says the Hammer's just like, go in there, get her, no witnesses. Yeah. Which Hammer just takes us, let's just kill everyone anyway. Yeah. Well, it's it's the deadline now, because if she, she's literally turning 18, they brought her a cake and everything. A giant cake in the shape of New York City. Like, literally, like, there's a skyline. and all. Oh, yeah, there's a skyline on the actual fucking cake. And she's, like, blowing out the candles, and that signifies the time to strike with flamethrowers. Yeah, well, they had to like the candles. Stormtroopers, I swear to God. Yeah, and like, also talk about a fucking like downer sequence here because like, it seems like the well, we'll use heroes in quotations. Characters we've been following yeah. have like triumphed in some way, and like, 
the the fucking like police force comes in, every named character that has been in the movie at this point except Trash, all of them die here. Yeah. I mean they're Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> Some like, of them are Nazis. I mean, ogre, the ogre is not a Nazi, neither is the witch. I don't know what the fuck she is. She's there was threatening castration. <laughs> She's fighting with a whip and, like, blade fingers. Oh, yeah. A fucking great character. Listen, D-Hart, if you're complacent of hanging out with Nazis, then you might as well be a Nazi, too. I just, I just <laughs> mentioned the other gang. Holy shit. Who are definitively not Nazis, okay? We right. totally fucking forgot about the, like... There were like quasi kiss makeup dancing. Oh, gang. I, I mentioned them. They were tap, tap dancing. Dance gang. The tap dance gang. Tap dance gang. <laughs> I guess I must have like stroked out for a second <laughs> while you were talking about tap dance gang. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's like a whole fight sequence there where it's just like, just to show you that trash can sex his way out of anything. He's just like, yeah, but like, don't you want to let us go anyway? And my yeah. name's Trash. Super cute. She's like trash. I'm no match for your beautiful child. So, witch gets gunned down. Uh, Ogre gets shot and then just burned to death. Mm-hmm. Anna gets killed. Uh, yeah, just... this is when the movie takes that action movie turn. Yeah. When they kill the, the lemon. I feel like these flamethrowers are so cheaply made. These have to be the most dangerous shit okay, ever. I, I really like this shot that they relied on a lot. I think it's basically... A forced perspective where yeah, they, where a guy is like actually have, nowhere near the flame. They have a guy real close to the camera, and then they have the flamethrower guy way back, and they have a telephoto yeah. lens so that it all collapses together. And yeah, it looks like they're on the. But same it looks way. like you just that guy just got fucking blasted. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean they they're selling it. They're like wah, and they like flip over, and it's like they use that like fifteen times right here. But then they also really flamethrower some people. It's like. Well, those protective. guys are the ones with the protective yeah. suits. Yeah. I mean, you can you can plainly tell they're wearing protective suits, but who yeah. gives a shit? It's yeah. bad so, fucking ass. Everyone, everyone, everybody, this is like the fucking Oprah show of flamethrowers. Like, you get a flamethrower. You get a flamethrower. They didn't bring any guns. They just brought flamethrowers. Meanwhile, Hammer is like above the whole scene. And he's fucking celebrating. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. I am God! <laughs> he's, he's up there forever celebrating. That's why he gets killed. Yeah, right. Because he's just he just totally standing there. Ah, <laughs> he literally watches <laughs> Trash walk up to him with the with the grappling hook that they uh, established that they had a little earlier, and they like yeah, show Trash him shooting and like Trash just shoots him with the grappling like, hook, pulls him down, ties and him so, to his bike, and then just drives out the front gate, dragging Hammer behind him, and yeah. then. Yeah, movie just ends. This end, this end drag part was kind of funny too, because he obviously grappling hooks him through the stomach. Yeah, but then when he's dragging him on the bike, it's from the back. Yeah, so it was like he would have had to take the grappling hook out and then shoved it through his back. He might have walked up to him and been like, "Just to make sure you don't fall off this grappling hook while I'm driving you, pull the grappling hook the rest of the way through his back and just tie that part to the fucking." <laughs> it's like so fucking brutal. Fuck you, hammer. Eat shit and die. Eat trash and die. Here's the pile yeah. of shit out of somebody's asshole. Here comes the hammer. Oh, oh. <laughs> it is no longer hammer time. So yes, no. credits roll. Yeah, movie end ends. of the movie. All right, let's move on to Wheels of Fire from 1985. Yeah, which also speaking about like protective suits for for uh, firing. Like this movie has so many like people getting set on fire gunfire, actual car wrecks, and explosions. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost, like, it's almost overboard. It wasn't so fun. Cheats, this is the Philippines. 
That's what they do. Okay, that's fair. They blow shit up. Yeah, looking at this guy's uh, filmography, the director, uh, Sirio H. Santiago, it doesn't look like anything else that we've done by him, but also, once again, looks like looks like a... Gold mine. Yeah, maybe silver. Maybe a silver mine. Yeah, or, or, even, <laughs> or, or even just copper ore. Or even a trash mine, is what you're really thinking. I've seen some of his stuff, and, and uh, he actually produced, produced uh, a lot of the uh, Blood Fist series. <laughs> yes, I think all eight of those are on Tubi right now. Oh. <laughs> that should be on their fucking advertising market. It's just like, we have the Blood Fists. <laughs> we have all eight Blood Fists. <laughs> so the synopsis for Wheels of Fire is, In a post-apocalyptic future, a ruthless vehicular gang called the Highway Warriors is conquering the wasteland through murder and plunder. During a raid, they kidnap the sister of a road warrior named Trace. He brings hell down upon them. Just none of that is right. That is bullshit. <laughs> if they mentioned the name of the gang, it, I don't remember. I didn't it. hear it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't hear it. Yeah, it definitely think... wasn't a raid. They were just chasing them because cheats. <laughs> no. Explain to D. Hart and Philip what you explained to me of your expectations at the beginning of this movie. Like the movie starts out, and like Trace is like pulling up to like. But basically, it's like a, a gathering of like a bunch of people because like the post-apocalyptic in this movie is kind of like Fallout style, where like civilization still exists. It's just you know there's less stuff now, and so it's like there's like a group of people in like a market, and like Trace is there. His his sister is like there with her boyfriend, and like there's like a friendly competition, and this seems almost like kind of silly, and then it just gets fucking real grim after that. And, like, had I known that the entire subplot for Trace's sister was that she was going to become a sex slave, I would not have picked this movie. But explain it to me like you explained it. Cheats had said that he watched this couple, and he was like, oh, cool, we're going to see some nice titties here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, because that's the exact conversation Philip and I had on it, too. Because, of course, like, you know, it's 80s movies, and, like, anytime there's boobs, like, Philip's titty hatch pops up. Right, of course. And then it's just like... Oh hey, you know there's some boobs there, and then just like make her a sex slave. I'm like, oh, I didn't want to see those now. I'm not, I'm not happy with this at all. I'm less cool with this. Well, the thing is though, cheats, because I hadn't seen it yet. So, so let's not get this twisted. Oh no, it, it, she texted most... me and was like, oh, there's some boobs in here. I wonder if these are going to be here all movie. And I was like. You know, let's hope so. Perhaps. <laughs> but then the boobs came out specifically as a result of rape. Like, well, they delayed it for a while, but eventually it's like, oh. it was against <laughs> her will, though. I'm saying, like, it's not like she was yeah. about to bone her boyfriend and her boobs were out, and then they, like, you know, ambushed them. I thought you were talking about the actual, like, literal rape. Right. Yeah, they, they were, like, it was getting there. And then, then they get picked up by, by the bad guys, and I was just like... Well, the leader's like, he just, like, puts dibs, and he's like, I'm gonna rape her first, and it's like, alright. <laughs> alright. So they kept gonna be like putting, this. They kept putting that off, so I was hoping that it just it wasn't gonna happen. happen. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times, though, it's the threat. Right. You know? They have the, the threat is looming, and then it's like, oh. Oh, but once I, uh... <laughs> once I get over that little hump, <laughs> and it's like, well, now... It's just, it's fucking crazy world. <laughs> right. And, and then, uh, again, a lot of the time it's like, they'll like imply that somebody like raped the sister or like friend of the person who's going to come and rescue them. But here they imply each and every one of them. It's like, yeah, they literally show her being passed around to different right. people. Once it's they like, get past God, like the initial, damn it. the initial right. one, which uh, from the boss made dude. me think that they weren't going to do it. 
And the boss is named, of course, another great gang member name. Scourge. Scourge. Yeah. <laughs> or Scourge, if you're half the people in this movie. Yeah, so I, I said that to Cheats, because I, I was asking, I was like, so is the guy's name Scorch? Or Scourge? Or Scourge? And Cheats was like, it's Scourge. It's definitely Scourge. But some people say Scourge. Yeah. They're mispronouncing Scourge. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, they weren't there for any of the table reads. They just showed up on that day to film. It's the Philippines, man. Total anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too into our hero. I I don't know. He's just kind of douchey is the thing. So, like, he's the main character, and I think they kind of wanted to go with, like, the Mad Max vibe, of course, of just, like, he doesn't want to be involved with the events. But, like, in the case of, like, Mad Max, depending on which movie you're watching, like, he doesn't want to be involved, and then he gets involved, and then stays that way. While, like, Trace in this movie, like, there's some stuff that happens that's directly because, like, he did or did not do something. And I was just not not really feeling him as, as a protagonist at all. Well, if it makes you feel better, D-Hard, I'm pretty sure this was his only claim to fame. Like, he was in a few other series and, like, a couple TV movies and stuff, but this was it. He's just a little too bland. He's just a little too shitty. <laughs> and he has a shitty post-apocalyptic name, too. Trace. Trace. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. People you can't even draw. Non- you just outline things. People in non-post-apocalyptic world have the name Trace. <laughs> he meets the obligatory warrior lady, and her name is Stinger. Yeah. So, yeah. Too bad she didn't throw any Stinger splashes. See, though. I really liked her character just because Yes. Uh, she's got the hawk, like, as the... As her protector. And there are, there are fucking Morlocks in this movie. You cannot tell me those are not Morlocks. How did both these movies have underground dwellers like Steven? No, I'm part Chud. I'm a Chud-in-law. Does that mean you're on your way to becoming a full Chud? Or does that mean you were a Chud and now you've ascended slightly? Uh, I'm a scummy Chud, so... So he's worse than a Chud. <laughs> I just not Yeah. D-Hart and I talked about this briefly, but I'm, I'm actually surprised at like the number of things in this that seem like it's it's like directly from fallout yeah like the main bad guy faction seems like one of the bad guy factions from fallout the whole thing with the true believers like building a rocket ship like that's specifically what i was talking about because like like those bad guy gangs those are the same fucking everywhere yeah this is very specific because they want to go to fucking space that reminds me of a post-apocalyptic group from one of the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. That's like the second Planet of the Apes movie where they're building an underground rocket ship. It's like a... Did anyone else get like a Jonestown feel from this rocket ship town? Yeah. It basically, they're not going to go to fucking space with gasoline. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's beneath the Planet of the Apes. It's like a cult that lives underground building a rocket they, ship. They're not building a rocket. They're worshipping a nuclear missile. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they're building this rocket, and the, the the organization that's like the most organized that have like a literal army with tanks and, and like artillery, they're like, yeah, we're gonna give them this special fuel that's going to allow them to go to space. But to me, it's just like all these people are gonna pile into this fucking rocket, and then it's just gonna set on fire, and they're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, well, they believe us about the fuel. Yeah, well, like the the thing that like we're talking about with the, the actual rocket ship is like it, it's almost not part of the movie. It's yeah. just kind of a background thing. It's just a weird thing for it to be in there. That is a quest from Fallout New Vegas. The only difference is that in Fallout, it's like it's a bunch of like ghouls, which is just irradiated people for anyone who hasn't played. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is like the the government, the ownership is basically just the new 
California Republic from Fallout. So it's like there's a lot of stuff there that, that I feel like is, is connected somehow. This seems like such an obscure movie. I don't know how they would have taken that. Yeah. I, I, I don't either. Like, <laughs> Or maybe that's the beauty of it. Maybe they were yeah. like, we'll yeah. just take this and Wheels of Fire can seriously eat a dick. <laughs> they can go eat a scourge. Going back to when D-Hart brought up the hawk, there's so much of this movie that's just hawk sounds. The hawk hangs and out And fucking screaming. This movie is so weird. Because, like I said, like there's a whole lot of just gunshots. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of actual car explosions, which we said, you know, Philippines. Yeah. That- like, <laughs> there's the weird sex scene between Trace and Stinger, where it's just like, they're, <laughs> they're fucking arguing. So, yeah, they're arguing, but when they actually do start having sex, there's like a weird cloud overlay. Yeah. With like... Yeah. Well, they were going the, up to the, the city in the sky. It's the sunset, and there's an overlay over that, uh, over the sunset of them having sex. Basically, they replaced the black in it. That's what it is. <laughs> Me and Cheats watched Lost Boys last night, and whenever Michael's having sex with a girl, like, there's that... Or no, 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 it's not when he's having sex. It's, uh... Is it? Or it's when he's turning. Yeah. And, uh, there's, like, that weird overlay, and it looks just fucking like it, except for Kiefer Sutherland, like, face keeps popping in going, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> but it looks very similar. It's like that sepia tone, like... I mean, that's a very cheap effect, to do so i mean that's I, just... I know but it's very it, it's completely out of place in this movie oh which makes yeah. it very fun <laughs> yeah it's, for it's sure out of place because they they were not like barreling towards like they had no sexual tension or anything it looked like they were going to kick each other's asses and then they're just like i'm too tired to fight let's just bone instead <laughs> they, they rolled down the hill and his penis just fell into her vagina well her her boobs fell open her <laughs> it's like yeah. Very bizarre. And they just decided, okay, well, it's there. Let's just do this. And you it's gotta keep to in mind, fun. this is basically bookended with with uh, scenes of his sister either about to be raped or trying to flee. Yeah. After yeah it's... <laughs> so it, it, when I say he's out of place, it's very out of place. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm super tired of just rape being used as, as any form of drama and especially in this where it's like they keep going back to it's like i don't need you to keep reminding me well just stop when you keep picking post-apocalyptic movies you might as well just it's going expect it's going it. to happen yeah because it's in all of them <sighs> yeah but typically especially the ones that you see um that are more popular it's just the threat of it or they imply that it did happen but they don't literally show like Okay, now she's going to this dude's tent. And now she's going to this dude's fucking tent. Well, specifically foreign films, because foreign films, they're not under the pressure that American films are. Right. But for the most part, it's like, if you're going to pick home invasion movies or post-apocalyptic movies... Get used to it. Those two (laughs) specific genres, they're going to be there. And even horror sometimes, but not as much as as it seems the post-apocalyptic. Depends on if you have some, like, hollow So we better just stick to the... Lava Lantula movies instead. <laughs> yeah, and that one, Steve Gutenberg rapes a lava spider. No. Which which character was Skag? That was me. Oh no, wait, I was. <laughs> uh, Skag was was Scourge's right hand man, which also I I don't know what happened because like this movie watching it didn't seem like there was I didn't notice that often like, when the people's lines were dubbed in, but there was a certain point with Skag. I'd say probably about half an hour into the movie where the rest of his lines sounded like the guy was in a sound booth because you could hear the acoustics whenever he would say stuff. <laughs> well, you know, that's a lazy ass dub. Seems pretty, fairly likely. So they launched the attack, which is multifaceted. Are we well, talking mid movie attack or end of the movie attack? 
Well, okay, so we <laughs> kind of already talked about how they blow the town of the true believers up. Yeah, they just knock over their spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they have artillery. They're not like they like individual. What is that called? Mortar. Mortars. Yeah. Yeah. They the the evil gang. I really hate the sound effect of these things too. Thump. Thump. Yeah. And they do it repeatedly. Just show us the explosions. I don't need to see where they're coming from because you just showed me where they were coming from. Yeah. It's the same as with the girl getting fucking assaulted. It's like, you don't have to keep showing it. I get it. Yeah, which I want to point out, like, Philip's talking, like, already jumping to the attack kind of at the end. And it's honestly, like, there's just, there's not a whole lot to really talk about. Like, aside from, like, introducing, like, Trace at the very beginning... The stuff that kind of happens, like, in the middle is more just, like, the government is just, like... It's a, it's a lot of scenes of, like, the bad guy gang just running around being bad guys. Where, like, they just are being general assholes. They're just, like, this person has something we want. Let's just go ahead and chase them down. Like, there's another character... Um, what's her name? Spike. Her name's Spike. Yeah. Um, she's, like, psychic. She, she she's really, psychic. Spikic, yes. <laughs> she doesn't do anything except, like, we, we see, like, she can read people's thoughts. Or, like... She can be handed, like, an object, and she's almost like an empath, where like she can tell you something about that person. She can read the thoughts of the comedy relief, who I believe is only there because he's, like, three foot tall. Yeah, wasn't feeling that at all, either. That was it, He's not doing anything funny. He's grunting, and it's like, there's they, no language that is just grunts. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, he's not speaking. These aren't words. Well, caveman language. <laughs> no. I don't think you'd call that a language. He does get to have one gag later, but it's not funny to the audience. Like, it's only funny to him, because he's like, hey, since we're in the middle of this huge fucking gunfight slash war... Oh, he pulls a gun on he her. He just pulls a gun on her! It's like, <laughs> why does he do this? What if she had a gun? Yeah, I mean... I mean, she guess she would have known because anything for the joke, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he'll die for this gag. The bad guy faction like attacks this town, the town we mentioned with like the rocket ship, which is just there's these people called the True Believers. They want to go to space. Government's helping them, and like they're just like, hey Trace, you should try to help us against the the bad guy faction. We really need need you. And he's just like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> and like, like you didn't even like give a reason. He's just, nope. He just wants to go to the bad guy's actual base and get, get his a sister, sister. back. He doesn't yeah. want to do, like, the whole out war thing. <sighs> Sounds like maybe just wait for them to be at war and then go and recapture your Yeah, that would have been a good time. It's it's sort of uh, Escape from New York again. Yeah. Fuck your president and fuck your war. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in there, he rescues his sister for about five seconds, and then immediately they're both captured. Um, a little bit later, he kind of just, like, fights his way free and shoots a bunch of people. So as soon as he gets this, like, assault rifle thing, he's basically a sniper with this fucking gun. Like, he can just point it in any direction. doesn't matter if he just snapped around that way and just hit only the bad guys, not his sister who's standing in between the bad guys. <laughs> From seriously 200 yards away, it was such a giant distance between these. And then... The government is, like, the ownership is getting ready to go into a fight with, like, Scourge and his gang. Uh, also, Scourge and Trace know each other for some reason, but it didn't really like elab or elaborate on that. I mean, just from the you know the apocalypse being out driving around. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's a small wasteland. Yeah, Trace and his sister are trying to stop like an ambush that the ownership's getting ready to go into. So like, while he's fighting people, his sister just like runs across like trying to get to the detonator. And then just gets shot in the in like the chest. But she gets getting shot until she makes it to the. Uh... The uh, Wiley Coyote detonator. Yeah, yeah. The plunger style detonator. Yeah. 
Which doesn't get used. Where they were enough. gonna blow up the. It uh, <laughs> their enemy forces, but uh, they blow it up before they get there. So yeah. they're saved. Yay! Plunger detonator style. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Plunger detonator style is way better than the five second countdown on the button push. Yes. <laughs> they don't do any work. Granted, the movie's only an hour and twenty minutes long, but they don't do any effort to make us care if the fucking the army that's rolling in to wipe out the bad guys wins. Like, I don't care. Like, they celebrate at the end. They're like, oh, we made it. Oh, thank goodness we've won. Now the world can live in peace, finally. And it's like, who fucking cares? Like, everybody that we've built up in this, in this movie as, like, a character that we like gets fucking killed. So who gives a shit? Trace is still alive. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite scene with Trace is the one where he... None of them. He sucks. <laughs> Where he yeah. fucks in the clouds. Fucks in the clouds. <laughs> Going up to the boobies in the sky. <laughs> like, Spike lives and stays at the ownership. She was okay. But, like, Stinger gets dropped off a cliff after someone charges her, and then she just dies. He blasts the second in command. Blast. Like. <laughs> God damn it. Well, you know, uh, this will happen. People get blasted. (laughs) It's just, she hesitated. Like, he was gonna tackle her because he had this fucking huge sword and he's like, I'm gonna kill your ass. But, uh, him getting shot doesn't slow him down at all. Yeah, he has momentum by that time. It's like, shoot him before he's about to tackle you off a fucking cliff. And what if she didn't shoot him? Then he just killed himself by jumping off the cliff. Idiot. (laughs) Of course, with a name like Skag, you know. Eight or nine brain cells you With have. A name left. like Skag, it's gotta be good. <laughs> it's gonna be a drag. His brain is just a little burnt up pile of ash. Skag is a real drag. I feel like Skag is a kind of like engine cleaner, which would make sense. In what this the world. fuck does Skag mean? Uh, I don't think it means anything. It's just short for <laughs> wasteland dweller. Steven Skag is just a pile of shit out of somebody's asshole. All right, the definition of Skag is either heroin. Or an unattractive woman. He's probably going for heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Although, actually, when do, you, when do you have time to shoot up in the wasteland? Really? No, it doesn't, <laughs> and he's not not an unattractive woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's basically it. Everybody's dead except for Trace and, and the army who, like, rode in with way more fucking men and artillery and guns. The evil bad guy army had no chance in hell. Yeah, I feel like a... No chance. <laughs> no chance. No chance. <laughs> the bad guy himself is good. Scourge. Some of the uh, some of the actual stunts, those are really good. Explosions. Yeah, the, the bad guy was one of the better developed characters, and he was like king of the rapists. Yeah. It's like, I don't like him. <laughs> Fuck everybody in this movie. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm trying to get some of the random stuff out about the movie since we talked about it for exactly like 20 minutes. <laughs> the hawk sounds were really genuine. You know, they actually used hawk. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to see more about the true believers because they don't, it's, they don't... I can't figure out if they were like really gonna go to space or if that... Because that guy seemed like brainwasher.com. Like, his eyes were always open real huge, and he's like, nobody here has slept for months. Yeah. We've only been building our, sh- our our fucking shacks and giant fucking <laughs> missile that's definitely gonna fly. Nope. <laughs> well, if you want a, a satisfying conclusion to that story, you want to go to New Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs>
And also, what was the movie we watched? It was like a really classic science fiction movie where they... Um... The Silent Earth? No, it, no. it was like The Silent Forbidden Earth, Planet. Not Forbidden Planet. Um, it was a lot more recently that we watched it. Okay. Where there was a rocket ship at the end, and it was like their main, like they were going to escape on it, and there was a ton of like androids that they had been making, like underground. Oh, uh, the time travelers. Time travelers. Oh yeah. Okay. Kind of reminded me of that because it's like, but except for without the buildup of the rocket, it's like yeah, it's like well we're gonna without the robots. But in that movie, (laughs) they had high technology like underground civilization. In this one, it's just like this rocket is not going to take you anywhere. You're for a, sure gonna die if you board this rocket. This is a Kerbal Space Plan uh, program, like in the making. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's even if this rocket somehow made it to the atmosphere, there's no way it's airtight. Like they're all gonna suffocate. It's like it's, put together with nails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can you can literally hear the nails happening. That is just like all right, start it up, and they just press the button, and then it just explodes immediately. Well, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were sending all of the, like, too crazy to live in regular, like, army society. I keep forgetting what they were called. The the, the big army that, like, wins. At the They're end. called the ownership. The yeah, ownership. Yeah. Well, because that's a dumb fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> Probably why I keep forgetting. But anyhow, like, after the first five minutes of this movie, I was thinking that it was going to be something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that uh, it was going to be kind of a buddy... Not buddy cop, but a getting to know my f- future brother-in-law <laughs> type movie, because I I was expecting this guy to be okay, her boyfriend from the b- yeah. very beginning, like super mood whoop. Well, after he flipped off the main character and was like "fuck you, dude," I was like, "oh, this guy's fucked." See, I thought there still might have been something until immediately, as soon as our captors was like, "I'll join your gang." It's like you piece of shit. It's like, well, we have to rape you in first, but. <laughs> 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 they, they fucking jump in their new members by just continuously raping them. Yeah. This is the rape gang. There's, yeah, there's nothing. The bone, ra- the bone rapers. Changing my gang. That is so not fast. what I was expecting because I was expecting my- them to, like, get to know each other <laughs> yeah. it, over the adventure of trying to save the sister. They they double hoodwink us with that, too, because they, they initially show us that, and then it's like, okay, he's... Obviously not, we're not going to get to know him. He immediately tries to join this gang. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. And then Stinger comes along and he's like, you know, they're having their like back and forth, like argument about like who trusts who and whatever. And they're talking about small talk in the vehicle. And she's like, well, you haven't told me anything about yourself. It's like, stop it. And you think, okay, this is going to be, it's going to be them two for the rest of the movie. Nope. Not that either. Because no. they pretty much immediately get like kidnapped by the underground like zombie sand people, and he goes and rescues them, and then they're directly into another part of the plot with the true believers, and it's like, yeah, they don't really. They're don't all spend over a lot the fucking road together. with this thing. <laughs> Think how many more like subplots we need to glue on that have nothing to do with anything. Fucking ownership. <laughs> Seven. All right, so we're basically done. Fuck this movie. Yeah. What do we think about for the diggity scale, y'all? So I'll give Bronx Warriors a fair amount to just enough, somewhere in there. I thought it was surprisingly good for how, like, janky a lot of it is. It just, it works. Like, it it doesn't go against itself like uh, Wheels of Fire does constantly, where it's like, oh, you thought we were going to develop this, like, well-known plot? Nope. Just moving on to another thing. So, 
slight rise to hardly any for like probably right above hardly any or same. just or just hardly any for uh, double same. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just not very good. It's got some stuff in it. Some people get blown up and that's cool, but that's basically it. Yeah, I I I think fair I think fair amount is is fair on Bronx Warrior. Yeah, I mean there was some good one-liners in it. Yeah. There was some funny stuff. Yeah. Like you enjoyed it. The soundtrack was interesting but cool. Yeah. Uh there was some good characters, like some cool cars and motorcycles they, and like flamethrowers. Like it, it had all the all the pieces to be a a competent action movie from the 80s that was kind of unknown and underground. Yeah, like they 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 did and accomplished things. Yeah. Wheels of Fire hardly any, for sure. Yeah. I uh, I think I'm like completely in agreement with both of you because well actually I think all three of you, but we were talking about uh I think this was off air, but I think this is going to be one of those movies where like a year from now I'm going to be like what the fuck was in Wheels of Fire? <laughs> Well, because it doesn't tell a story. It's so fucking random. It's like, well, you know, we've got... We've only been watching the movie for 30 minutes, and we're almost to the bad guy's base. We better derail this somehow. Well, sand people then, I guess. Yeah, I... Chase's character arc as going from a guy with with a sister that he wasn't hanging out with to having no sister and still not hanging out with her. You don't like Trace... Again, somehow the most charming guy was the king of rape gang. It's like, it's, it, unfortunately, and it's because he had like kind of a distinct sounding voice. The king and of rape seemed gang. to be confident in what he was doing at least. But yeah, fuck everyone in this movie. You know, he sounded almost like he was doing a Shakespearean kind he of did. thing. <laughs> he was like Star Wars British, where it's like it's British, but it's like. Is it British? But though? he's definitely from the Philippines. <laughs> I looked it up. Well, well, yeah. I mean, all of his lines are dubbed. Yeah, un- unfortunately, like I'm gonna remember Wheels of Fire for a while just because of all the negatives, for sure. Yeah. Like, and you picked it. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Like, I definitely picked Bronx Warrior. On the other hand, Bronx Warrior, I would recommend along with uh, Escape from the Bronx if you're interested in that. So it's the second one. Yeah, that's one. Has Are both the sequels on Tubi as well? I don't know. I didn't actually look. I don't know if the third one is because I remember having a very hard time finding it at the time. It really doesn't have anything to do with anything. Well, both of these movies are on Tubi for free at the moment. It doesn't even have trash in it? No. Oh, that's disappointing. No trash. How can you have a... It's got garbage in it. God damn it. (laughs) It's got horse garbage. Trash's brother. Garbage. Yeah. They brought Bag back from the dead so that she could be in it. Man, this could just be somebody's trash in somebody's trash can. (laughs) One piece of feedback. This is from good old Joel Mingle, my co-host on the Curly Mustache Uh, podcast. Did you call him Jingle? (laughs) Yeah. Good. He says, I'm super bummed I didn't get to be on any of the Resident Evil podcasts because I fucking love those movies. Well, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys ever do the Underworld series, consider me there. Okay. Uh, I'm still curious about it because this is stuff that was... I I feel like the Underworld series is just Resident Evil with werewolves. (laughs) It's It's fitting a weird niche, you know? It is. I think whereas we were sort of like charmed by the like bizarre shittiness of the resident evil series underworld is just it's just more queen of the damned it's just shitty ass rock either (laughs) and it just just vampires and werewolves fucking all the time it's like 
I don't want to see this. Like, this is like yeah, an edgy Twilight. Okay, you're talking me out of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. We don't want to watch the under, under, Underworld or Under... Who fucking cares? Shit-ass vampire series. And we just, like, got our answer to the question of who watches these movies. Like, who the demographic is. Yeah. It's just Joel's. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That was a sick ass. Just fucking I'm not roasting. Ro- I'm just saying we we found it. It's just Joel's. Yeah. Well, we knew we knew it was somebody because they keep making money. Like it's not like the theater is just pretending that it made money. They keep sending these fucking movies. I think all of the underworld movies went to theaters. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. for sure. At least they have Kate Beckinsale in them. It is an identical demographic, but way yeah. more butthole. Rock. Another jump set goes a long way. <laughs> I haven't seen except for like maybe one of the underground under underground underworld movies. I know that they all suck. They have to. <laughs> the first one might make a decent podcast movie. The other ones are kind of bad. If we do any, we need, it is to be the first one. No. I said, if we do it, <laughs> so, don't give me nah. that look. <laughs> it's not It's not on my list. <laughs> if you fucking make me, I guess I will. It's probably better than Lava Lantula 2. <laughs> Say it right. Nope. <laughs> too lava, too lantula. I won't give the movie the respect of, give, of calling it too lava, too lantula. If you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on TuneIn, Overcast, many other podcast platforms out there. You can also find us on UnitedCypher.com, where you can check out other podcasts that we have, like Music Video Countdown and the Curly Mustache Podcast. Or you can listen to older episodes of Talks Over Games, the Anime Alphabet, or the Fallout Forecast, which Fallout Forecast would be super relevant to this podcast. Uh, it's also probably way better than Wheels of Fire, so... <laughs> if you want to hit us up with some feedback, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Motion Picture Meltdown, or you can find us on Twitter at MPM Podcast. All right, also, if you follow us on social media, you can find links to uh, some a couple of shirt designs that Philip has created from the podcast, his... Starship Troopers Zegama Beach shirt, as well as our scanner shirt of, that we always reference about exploding heads, putting asses into seats. So check out those and go pay too much money for t-shirts. Yeah, on Redbubble. <laughs> just just so you know, there's like 20 kinds of t-shirts on there. There's a there's a way you can buy this design on a shirt for $17. That's, That's not, not too that bad. bad. The premium shirts, which I can't imagine are, are, are twice as better, are like $30. And I'm like... From somebody that literally works with apparel, I guarantee you that the cost on those t-shirts is not more than $2. On the $17 ones? Yeah, you're right. Those are probably like $0.75. If you guys want to reach out to us and um, express interest in, in, in purchasing shirts of these designs, we can get an order of them made, and then that way... Because, we'll, like, if we know that somebody's going to buy them, we can order them. But Yeah, we would just need commitments that they're going to buy them. Because yeah. we don't want to be stuck with stock. <laughs> I mean, if they just say they will, I'll do it. It'll be close close enough. Lastly, uh, check out some shows from friends of ours, like Nerdonomy, uh, The Whiskey Reel, Sorry to Waste Your Time, and Code Yellow, A Scare Actors Podcast. With that being said, I've been one of your hosts, Stephen the Roast Rosenberg. Hot Dog Collins. Cheats Barf McGee. Andy Hart. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Pick the fight that never quits. You make the most of them, you're dope because of quitters.